You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the BetQL Network presented by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a Wednesday. Looking ahead to week two here and the fallout from week one in the NFL. Joining us right now on the guest line to talk about all things NFL. Seamus McGee, BetMGM lead Trader Seamus, uh, one of the big line movements I've noticed this week, it's interesting, is Las Vegas and how much that is moving up here. We watched the Raiders lose week one, a bunch of turnovers from Carr. We also watched the Cardinals lose week one. They're playing this week in Las Vegas. Thoughts on this line movement? Las Vegas up to about five and a half, moving towards six. I mean, this was two and a half on the look ahead, three and a half when the week started. Your thought on why this is moving up so much? Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, it's everyone's loving the Raiders so far since the opening line. I mean, in fairness, the Cardinals defense didn't really offer much to desire against the Chiefs last week. And you know, the Raiders didn't look horrible themselves on offense against there. So they'll be able to put up points, but yeah, it's been a steady one-way traffic of Raiders money all week. Wow. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. It certainly seems it might be more of an Arizona fade after their performance against Kansas city. So the story of the weekend was about these massive upsets. The NFL kind of just took over and uh, everybody forgot about all the craziness that also happened in college football. Were there any underdog parlays that you guys got hit with at BetMGM, college football and or NFL? Uh, you know, usually, I'd say the answer is yes, especially for college football. But, I mean, there was there was so much action on the spreads in these games that, like for example, Texas money line was not an issue for us at all, and su- surprisingly neither was Marshall money line. Um, the results were really good for us; like nothing really noticeable. I think really jumped out as far as uh, underdog parlays jumped out. But yeah, it was definitely certainly a wild weekend for sure. Yeah. You know, week two in NFL, we sometimes get a lot of overreaction. Where are you seeing the most overreaction? I I mean, I'm trying to find a lot. It's kind of weird. I feel like it's a lot of underreaction, uh, frankly, a lot. Like the, the Niners are almost a double-digit favorite against the uh, Seahawks this week. We're taking a ton of Seahawks money, though. Uh, that's one thing I noticed that was interesting. Uh, everyone after that Monday night game has been all over the Seahawks, every which way, money line, spread, you name it. And then uh, the other double-digit spread with the uh, – Rams and the Falcons is another one where people are keep laying the Rams, not really, I guess, thinking that it was a big deal the last week's uh, loss against Buffalo. Um, so definitely those two for sure, I think, were, were definitely interesting. Seamus, for the first time in, in basically two years, we're getting a, a Lions as the favorite game this weekend against the Washington Commanders. I, I was impressed with the Lions offense last week watching them. I, I like them this week. Your thoughts on that number, that spread with the Lions – 
about one and a half, and now we're seeing it you know, jump around one and a half, two and a half here with them as the favorite over Washington. That's a funny one, too. I mean, a lot of look-aheads had the commander's favorite going into that game, and now you see the lines are catching more steam as we as the day moves on. Uh, we always take a lot of lines money uh, just from how popular our, our app is in Michigan, but and it certainly is the case here. We're definitely taking more lines money. You know, they didn't look that bad against the, the Eagles. They had, a, they had a late rally, just came up short, and the commander's obviously coming off like a – very dramatic win themselves so that should be an interesting one for sure i think we're i imagine we're going to need the commanders though what about uh tomorrow night we saw some live line movement for chargers chiefs based off the uh injury information that we have keenan allen jc jackson over on the la chargers side this bet mgm sitting at four there are some spots that have already moved it out to four and a half high total game is this gonna is this gonna be the most bet game of the week Looking at like that right now, I mean, and for us, it's been again similar to a few games this week on Sunday. It's one-way traffic on the favorite. The Chiefs keep taking money. Everyone was really impressed with how they looked, apparently against uh, Arizona. Uh, I was impressed with the Chargers in their own right, but the uh, but yeah, it's it, it's steady action on the Chiefs all the way through. I wouldn't be shocked if this ends up getting to four and a half. Hmm. I'm curious, what are some of the craziest bets that you've seen come in? Like, has anyone put five, six figures on a team like the Jags to win the Super Bowl? Or have you seen any, you know, fun, crazy bets come in? I was funny. I was literally just going through some bets that were coming through overnight. And uh, a a few bets coming in on the Falcons to win the NFC South. Uh, It's just a lot of crazy futures like that. I mean, it's whenever you get these surprise upsets in the early weeks, you do see the futures money come in on these teams every week. The commanders to win the Super Bowl, for instance. Uh, but yeah, definitely, <laughs> that was funny. Falcons yeah. to win the division was one that actually just crossed my eyes recently. <laughs> Love it. Seamus, I, I saw there was a 500 to one ticket at BetMGM on Saquon Barkley to win the MVP. I mean, like, how much into a season when when a player kind of comes out of nowhere, not that Saquon is a nobody, but, you know, back to a star, he's kind of coming out of nowhere with what he did in week one. Do, do you kind of look at adjusting? Is it based on money coming in? Is it based on what's going on in the field? Like Saquon had a big week one doesn't mean he's an MVP candidate. He does it again in week two. Obviously, that that becomes a different story. Is it a week? Is it two weeks? When do you think about adjusting um, when someone's a long shot to make them, you know, make that number a little bit different? Well, awards are they, they're tough to book because so many of them they're not really awarded statistically. A lot of them are narrative based or from reporters, so you have to have your ear to the ground. What are what is the narrative about this player? And you can't ignore the money either. You have to pay close attention to where the money is coming from and who it's coming from. If it's someone who's had a track record of you know being pretty dead on with a lot of these uh, these movements, you certainly have to respect the money. Uh, one thing that jumped out to me, we always talk about the overreaction, is the change in how people view the Vikings. So you guys uh, dropped Cousins' odds for the MVP uh, more than in half here. And then there was a big move on their, on the Vikings' Super Bowl odds after one game, big division game, against the Packers. Is that based on opinion or some of the respected money that you guys were getting high on the Vikings? Combination of both, I'd say. There was definitely some smart money coming in off after that performance. And frankly, I know it's a lot to overreact to, but 
you know, the in the Packers, the offense, not a lot to help out Rodgers, it looks like, going forward. But that Vikings offense looked a lot different than what we've seen under under the, the, uh, the previous regime. So it's a combination of both, I'd say. Uh, Cousins had an unreal game. Justin Jefferson looks like the one of the best. He looks like probably the best offensive player in football after last week. So it's definitely something where you, you have to respect the money and then also use your eyes at the same time. Take me behind the curtain a little bit. I know parlays are so popular. I'm curious, you know, what type of volume you guys get on those. But what is it really like when someone hits like a six-figure parlay and wins that kind of money? Hey, you know, it's a little wild. I mean, we, we end up seeing the money back at the end of the day anyways in terms of NFL action. But, you know, it's it's wild to see. You just kind of imagine what it's like to be a guy in that shoes with like the last leg of the parlays hitting, especially when you have, you know, a lot of people had the Seahawks maybe rolling into the money line, rolling into that last Monday night game from Sunday. So, you know, we, it's something that catches your eye for sure. But and we're at a point certainly where it doesn't sound necessarily making or breaking the day. <laughs> Yeah. Seamus, curious about a team like the Eagles and their Super Bowl odds. You know, they're moving up and a case be made that after Monday night, if they win, they could be right near the top of of favorites in the NFC and then obviously the Super Bowl odds as well. When you look at team futures and and their odds are moving up or down, how much is based on how good you think the team is versus just their path? Because it feels like the Eagles with Dak Prescott out have one of the easier paths to winning a division. Does that play a big role in why they're so high in the NFC odds right now? For sure, and the Eagles had an easy path even with Dak Prescott in uh, in the picture. They had the easiest schedule in football, in my opinion, and you know, the, the offense looks so much more explosive with the addition of A.J. Brown. The team just feels a lot more ready to make that jump uh, compared to last year, for sure, in my opinion. And then, obviously, money comes in, money talks, so we have to respect that as well. Uh, kind of a follow-up to, to what Aaron was asking. I was curious about cash-outs. And how closely you guys monitor that on some of the futures once people get some value. Um, Is that just an algorithm? It's kind of hands off. The numbers are the numbers. And how often do a lot of people buy into those cash outs? Because I I don't look at it a ton. Uh, I figure there are usually other ways to hedge bets. But uh, are are there people that just strictly use the cash outs anytime they they get value? They want to cash out all the time? Or do most people just leave it alone and let their bet ride? We definitely notice some people cashing out on uh, futures bets, definitely. Uh, and occasionally, sometimes it is something we're a little cautious about moving you know, a certain player or a team out uh, in terms of like what the cash-out value, how that could be affected for some players. But uh, I don't think it's as popular as you might assume it would be, especially among casual players. A lot of them just like to let it ride, you know, make a bet, you make it for a reason. But uh, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it, our cash model is an algorithm-based thing, so it is definitely something we're cautious and aware of whenever we're moving futures odds, especially this early in the season. I'm curious, you know, what goes on in terms of line movement. We have, you know, professional bettors who come on our show and sometimes they'll give things out or we'll be talking about something and we can see a line move like as we're talking about it or just seconds later. Do you guys like look at individual or certain accounts, you know, to to make a wager when and then make a line movement? Or do you wait for some of these like bigger syndicate groups um, to wager? What kind of goes into that behind the scenes? We have a team here that's constantly screening who are the sharper players for us. 
Uh, and mm -hmm. in the age of Twitter and social media, there's so many touts out there who are giving out plays. And, you know, you'll see a flood of money come in on one player prop. And it's up to us to decide whether this is, you know, whether this should be a trusted play to move the line or not, or whether this is just something, you know, we're, we feel fine taking action on because we're confident in the number. And customers, we're more confident and haven't placed a bet yet on that. Seamus, we appreciate you hopping on. Let's do it again soon. Seamus McGee, BetMGM lead trader, joining us there on the guest line to talk about things NFL betting college as we head towards um, you know, week two and week three. And every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens or converted to MGM rewards points that can be used for dining shows, hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. On the other side, one of our favorites, Michael Beller, executive producer of the Athletic Football Show. He'll be with us next right here on the Beck UL Network.